Welcome to Concafe. It's Monday, the 20th of July. And we're looking at uh, Matthew chapter 13, verses 31 to 33, and verses 44 to 52 in the New Revised Standard Version for a devotional I'm calling Mustard Seed Precious Treasure Bread. (laughs) So hear now the word of God for the people of God as we read verse 31. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in the field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which someone found and hid. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew drew it ashore, sat down, put the good into baskets, but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all this? They answered, yes. And Jesus said to them, Therefore every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say, thanks be to God. Well, welcome Monday. I pray Monday bring blessings to you, dear listener, and I pray you and yours are doing well, staying safe, and trying your best to stay healthy. I shared in yesterday's Pimples and Wrinkles how my first cousin in McAllen lost her husband to COVID-19. They believe he was exposed for 14 days, never showed any symptoms, On the 15th day, he just dropped dead. And uh, my sympathy and prayers for them. And in respecting their privacy, I will not name them, but ask your prayers for God's comfort with his family. Uh, We know that uh, God knows who they are. And I just ask, dear listener, please don't be the next. Take care of yourselves and those who matter to you. And at this writing, I received the sad word that the Reverend Dr. Dan Rodriguez never recovered his stay in ICU after hip surgery and uh, was called home on Sunday. Uh, Please keep his family in your prayers. And I just uh, thank God for Dan. Dan was a wonderful pastor, will be, be missed by many, your servant included. As I mentioned in an earlier writing, Dan was uh, one of my childhood pastors in Kingsville, Texas. Uh, We enjoyed a good relationship through the years uh, as colleagues, and he was in a mentoring position, and uh, just a wonderful man in my opinion, and uh, I know he will be missed by so, so many. Again, please take care of yourselves. You matter too much to God, to your families, to many, and to me. Wearing a mask, I believe, is a sign of discipleship, showing your love for others, especially the elderly and the very young. You may have 
heard or may not heard about 65 babies in Oasis County that's in the Corpus Christi area have the virus please take care and be safe pray for one another pray for yourselves well if the title of today's devotional has you smelling the aroma of fresh baked bread then I have your attention because that's what Jesus wanted from those listening to his teachings and at the point of his teachings uh And the point of his teachings in this passage is that the kingdom of God matters because we matter to God. And if you and I are to be part of this kingdom, then you and I have some responsibilities before God to do what God expects. And what we bring to the kingdom matters to God as well. Jesus begins by talking about the mustard seed. And some of us will be like the mustard seed. We may think or perceive that our faith is tiny and it doesn't matter or won't make a difference to others, but Jesus knew the power of the mustard seed. He knew that even though it was the smallest of all seeds, once planted and with the proper nutrition and sunlight and all that goes in planting and growing, that mustard seed would go to be one large shrub. And the same is true for those that will take their faith, apply it with all they have, it will grow to a larger realm. And whoever is that mustard seed will do just what God intended for them to do. And God does that too. You may think, I have nothing to offer God or to the world. But friends, I say give God a chance and God will transform your faith and your life into what God intended all along. Never hide behind excuses. Excuses get you nowhere. Think back to Moses. I stutter. I can't stand in front of groups. God still used them. Then Jesus spoke about yeast, talking about the woman that took yeast and mixed it in with three measures of flour until it was all leavened. So yeast is a powerful ingredient of baking. Once introduced into the right mixture, it helps that mixture expand and grow and to be what was intended of it. Bread made with yeast is the best kind, fluffy and tasty, just as it was purposed. Some can, the same can be said for those who have a contagious, transformative faith. They bring joy, life, laughter, hope, and glee to the mundane. And when infused to the community of faith, they do wonders in helping shape the direction the community takes in reaching others for the good of God. As I'm reading this, I can't help but think about a dear friend, Irving, Erwin Yannick, who was a member of our church in San Marcos, and he was someone that was yeast. No matter where you put him or where he put himself, everything was transformed. Everything grew. Everything blossomed. He had a smile. He had a kind heart. He had a loving heart. He had a way of relating to people and just making a difference in their lives. Everyone had a a hobby of collecting jukebox, and he could get almost any kind of record that uh, you you wanted. And uh, my favorite song in years past was by a group, an obscure group called the Playboys of Edinburgh, from Edinburgh, Texas. And the song is called Look at Me, Girl. And I told Erwin about that, and I don't think it took more than a couple of months, he came and gave me a present of that 45 single that I treasured very much. But what I treasured more was his ability to do what God asked of his life. He was taken way too soon 
from us. He was such a dynamic servant of God. Then Jesus goes on to talk about treasure, hidden for some reason in a field. It may have been forgotten or the owner died and the field in which it was located uh, was ignored. And someone comes to the field and finds the treasure. The treasure, the treasure uh, seeker makes this discovery, and uh, wants to go uh, to own the entire field. So he goes and sells all that he has, so that he can buy the field. This says to me there's an element of sacrifice in being part of God's kingdom. It's a matter of giving one's all to the kingdom. It's a means of powerful commitment to stand on the promises of God and to not just sit on the premises. There is no bench for disciples. All get called in. Everyone plays and strives to win. Then Jesus said, The kingdom is also like a precious pearl that a merchant finds and again sells all that he has to buy it. This dress is not not only sacrifice, but also the commitment required to faithfully and fruitfully serve the Lord. It is Jesus saying, Don't hold back on serving God. You commit, you go forward, and you serve. No looking back, no turning back. Onward and upward is our commitment to God. And the last illustration the Lord shares is that, is that the kingdom is like a fishing excursion where a net is thrown into the sea and every kind of fish is hauled in. Once on shore, the fisher sits and divides the fish. Good into the baskets, the bad are thrown out. This is clear, and Jesus says so, and I'm quoting, So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Friends, I cannot stress this enough, that judgment from God is coming. We don't know when or where or how, but the Bible speaks of it. Some say, with everything going on around, it can't be long. You know, we have this uh, dreaded virus, and then we were talking about zombie deer illness somewhere, and then there was locusts in some part of the country, and people are saying, you know, 2020, please be over quickly, and let 21 be a completely different year. The thing is to be ready. Jesus spoke of this very clearly, and stresses that in stresses that in this passage, God is not mocked, nor can God be ignored. God has shared a standard of what is expected of us, and we need to live up to it and be faithful to him. We will all die, and we will all be judged. We will be asked to account for our lives while on earth. Judgment will be a process of separation. The good will enter into eternal life with God, with Jesus, and all the saints of heaven. The evil will be separated from God and enter into eternal suffering. Some ask, why would a loving God send anyone to hell? Very good question and very simple answer. God is not the one who decided for people to be sinful or evil. Those were personal options and personal choices. People choose to go to hell. God doesn't send us there. God is just obeying what we've chosen. So, dear one, as you hear this, Let me urge you. Let me invite you. Let me lovingly challenge you. Choose life and the fullness of life and do good. Be good. Live a good life for you and for yours. Let's pray. Awesome God, as we pray, 
we are aware of what you have expected of us. We know you are loving and forgiving, but you are also serious in asking of us to be the people you have called us to be. Forgive us and grant to us a new opportunity to serve you and yours. We pray for those who are hurting, mourning, ill, or at the point of death. May you will be done. Be glorified in us, Father. And this we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Well, dear listener, thank you for tuning in. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Be part of those who give of themselves to save others. Receive my blessings of love and peace. I'm Pastor Radio Alberde. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.